And, and the crazy part about it is, the beautiful part about it is, she has all the knowledge in the world. Like, you know, as far as like, you know, business, um, it's just how is she going to bridge it? Like, you know, pass it on to other people because that's what her platform is. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about, you know, business issues, how to, you know, manage this, manage that, like so many different aspects of business that's, you know what I'm saying, golden gems, but all right, she on the right track. Like, yeah, you put it in the video, like you want this younger generation to get it, mm-hmm. but now how that video looks, right? you know what I'm saying? That's where there's a little bit of a disconnect, but you know, this, and then I just take that back to kind of reading people, you know, what they want, know what you want to get. You might not know exactly how to get there, but I'm always down for like, all right, we, we can try this or we can try this. I'm back, and if any of y'all have watched any of my pro- produced uh, videos on my personal Facebook page or my Ask Philip Facebook page, or me and my buddy David did a project called Hap- Capital with a A, Capital Hill Vlog, um, a couple of years ago, uh, it's it's a 70% chance that the video was produced by Jeremy Patton, aka JP, the CEO of Emerging Media Company. Uh, so I brought him on the podcast to talk about art, photography, and videos today. So appreciate you being with me, man. I appreciate you having me. So, man, uh, you you kind of, um, you know, obviously, uh, we, we go way back to college. You know, you were who I passed the baton to when I graduated to, to, to run the chapter. Uh, and so um, you've always had a business mind. But when when did you first start thinking about being an entrepreneur? Were you always an entrepreneur? I was always an entrepreneur. And then um, I ended up getting a job as a chemist uh, for about four or five years. But while I was there, I felt like I was getting, you know, comfortable. You know what I'm saying? A little lackadaisical. And, you know, having that nine to five was good. Like, you know, it was stable. Didn't have to worry about, you know what I'm saying, too much. But just something about the edge, that drive of, you know, entrepreneurship, which is, you know, kind of insanity, really. Because it sucks out here. It's hard. It's hard. But, man, I wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, yeah. And and so so you, so you transfer into, and what, so what was your first business venture? Was it, I think it was art, right? Um, in my adult life, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, younger, we all kept a couple hustles. <laughs> but, uh yeah, I actually quit the job as a chemist uh, to do art full time. And that kind of developed just out of, you know, um, let me say, maybe a thirst for life. Mm. My parents had me create some artwork for their house. Like I uh, had like two eight foot by five foot art niches. Tried to go price some artwork out for it. You know what I'm saying? It was way too expensive. So I was like, man, just make us something. <laughs> Like, man, I hadn't painted since, you know, high school. And even then, it was something small. But I ended up, uh, you know, doing it for them. But the main thing was, while I was doing it, like, I felt alive. 
know what I'm saying? I feel mm -hmm. like I was walking in my purpose. Like it's the difference between making a difference and making a living. And the way people act, like when they get a new art piece in their house, like I knew, you know, I felt like I was on to something. But um, yeah, once they hung it, their interior designer came and asked like, oh, what'd y'all pay for this 30, 40,000? And like, this is her profession, like. Right. And so I was like, I ain't know <laughs> people paying that for artwork. So uh, I ain't sold nothing for that much yet. But you know what I'm saying? I kind of started feeling like, all right, all right. Um, you know, if it's a market for it like that. And so then I started, uh, you know, selling pieces two grand here, three grand here. And I don't know, man, you know, your tolerance for stuff started getting getting a little lower in the workplace. I started walking around like, hey, you know how much I don't need this? This is my side hustle at this point. And uh, it wasn't too long before I went on here like, man, if I keep treating it like, um, like entrepreneurship is kind of like a relationship with your business. Mm -hmm. You treat it like a, a side chick, you're going to get side chick results out of it. <laughs> so I was like, let me go ahead and make this my main thing. And man, this is started just painting and it kind of you know developed from there okay it's so hot so how it developed so you got into painting when you do, you do like a lot of video and and pictures for like a lot of entrepreneurs here in dfw probably all over texas right but um how'd you get into that um it started out um i think sometimes you know god or you know the universe or whatever you call it will give you some beginner's luck <laughs> just so you start you know taking steps in that right direction Cause when I first quit or even before I quit, man, I was selling artwork, you know, at least once, twice a week, two grand, three grand, you know, all the way up to, you know, like four grand. I was like, dang. But what I didn't realize is that people don't buy artwork over the summer. Over the summer, they're more likely to spend their money on, you know, vacation, going out. And then during the winter, they more, they sitting at home. So they're more likely to, you know, Mm. spend their time, you know, getting their house nice and cozy. Did not realize that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I was in a position, I'm like, man, I need to find a service. <laughs> 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 I got down to, you know, the sales started, you know, slowing up. I started getting a little nervous. <laughs> like, man, I got a, I got a lifestyle to keep up. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I always had, you know, kind of an eye for photography, you know, videography. And man, I sold, you know, a piece for, you know, a pretty good piece of money. And it had been a little while before I sold that one. So I was like, all right, I got a check. Let me go and invest this, um, you know, properly on something that can, you know, make me some more money. I started feeling like selling these huge pieces of artwork, like hitting a three point. You gotta have some layups up in there somewhere, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, just something a little bit more consistent. And so, um, I started doing, uh, you know, real estate photography first off, and then they were like, hey, can you do headshots? I'm like, yeah, of course. And then I asked, well, do you do any video? I'm like, yep. <laughs> if this camera can produce it, I got you. Like, I, I'll, I'll figure it out. And I think that's probably one of my strong suits. Like, I'm pretty good at figuring stuff out once I get hands-on with it, start tinkering with it a little bit. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a gift and a curse. Like, just because you can do something. And I always mean you should. So right, right. I don't find myself agreeing to do some stuff that take me way longer than what it should, just cause, mm -hmm. cause I can't. Yeah, yeah. So. And, and so what? What's so? Most 
artists that I meet, um, you know, they can, they can do the art, but they can't like sell, they can't find clients. Right. So, um, like, how have you been able to consistently find clients and find work, you know, and be an artist? That's kind of, that's two different, two different types of skill sets. I agree. I agree. And man, that's been one of my hardest things, like, as far as like, you know, finding some legit employees, because a lot <laughs> of the, you know, best photographers are not the most professional or, you know, uh, aren't the best employees over there. So it's <laughs> not, extra, not reliable. <laughs> that part. So, uh, I don't know, man, it's just, you know, been a blessing. I mean, I did, you know, go to school for, you know, go to school for business. And I couldn't tell you, you know, which side is, you know, more prominent, you know, the business side or, you know, the art or, you know, you know, photography, you know, type of side, the creative side. I don't know. I think they, you know, both kind of draw together. I can't, you know, tell you where it come from or I just, you know, chalk it up as, you know, a blessing because to me it seems, you know, second nature. Like, of course, you can make the stuff all day, but who you going to sell it to? How you going to sell it? Right. Thinking, and I just apply that creativity to business. Like, uh, when I first quit, uh, you know, to start doing this full-time, to get clients, man, I was going to networking events, like, you know, a full-time job. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't, you know, shooting or doing something, I was at a networking event. Like, you know, just meeting people, shaking hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like, you know, common sense or second nature, but, I mean, well, and, and I also think you have a, a a practicality about you when it comes to business some artists don't have, meaning I know a lot of folks who won't do work for free or won't underprice their work when there's not high demand, right, to, to build demand, right? They say, no, I'm worth X and I need to be paid X. And I'm like, well, bro, if you were worth X, people would be beating down your door to, to pay you X, right? And so, because I've watched you, you know, you like you said, if you can't do something, you'll do it. You know, you'll, you may have a price that in the beginning, you know, is like a no-brainer price to get in and then deliver good work and then kind of get in there. So I think that's probably some of it. A lot, a lot of, and, and you are um, reliable. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you say you're going to do the job, you do it, you come through, you deliver, which, which, I, which I guess is, that's, that's actually probably one of the biggest. Cause I've dealt with some uh, um, uh, early on before we start working together with a couple of folks that just were um, not reliable. Yeah. You know, so. It's yeah. a shame. That's a thing. <laughs> but I guess it's almost with, you know, any industry, but, um, you know, especially, you know, art, photography, uh-huh. you know, on the creative side, it may be a little bit more, you yeah. know what I'm saying, prominent. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It, it is it is an industry. So let's sit back on art for a little bit too before we go into business because that's, that's one of the areas that I'm not super strong. I, I have zero gifts. You know, when it comes to like art, art, I think I'm creative in creating content, but like or business, but art, I'm not. So, um, what does it take to shoot a good video or create a good picture or draw a good painting? Um, it depends on what it's for, who it's for. Uh, you know, when I work with other people, this, especially like a video or a photo, like this, totally different than when I'm doing it just because I want to do it, you know, just creating, you know, just to do it. Um, When I work with people, the first thing that I want to find out is, you know, what is the vision that you have in your mind? Because that's what they really want, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I can go and do it my way all day. And a lot of times, like, you know, clients end up 
wanting something that I don't necessarily, you know, agree with. Like, yeah, I can make it this long, or yeah, I can, you know, do it like this. And in my, you know, opinion, I would do it like this. And a lot of them be like, nah, this is how I want it. I'm like, cool. You know what I'm saying? We start with your vision and we go from there. Um, so that's how I text stuff, like from a commission standpoint, or, you know, like, uh, if it's business, you know, related. Uh, when I'm just creating to do it, uh, and I still have to, like, uh, remind myself to sometimes do jobs like you know just for fun or you know not even call it a job like I don't like going out I don't go go to the clubs I don't want to go pop bottles if I have free time like to me doing something fun it's probably like getting with somebody creative making a cool video doing a cool photo shoot so I attack that completely different I just you know go with the flow or if I'm painting something mm -hmm. man I can't I make a living as an artist and I can't even draw. That's crazy. I can't draw to save my life, but I know what colors go good together. I know how to space those colors, you know, apart. I know, you know, um, what's, you know, pleasing, you know, aesthetically. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I just go, it just depends on what it's for, mm -hmm. who it's for. And, you know, part of it is also, you know, reading people. Like that's a major part of, you know, why people end up, you know, coming back. Uh, oh, he just he just get it because people tell you what they want, and you know, more ways than one. You just gotta you know you just gotta listen. Huh. Some people good at you know articulating it. Some people you know is kind of good about you know just kind of giving out a feeling or vibe or showing you like similar stuff that they like, and you can kind of you know cultivate go with it from there. Hmm. So so let me, let me let me relate it back what I'm hearing to make sure that I, I understand it right. And I'm a, I'm a related in what I know, which is like sales, right? So in sales, the goal is if you want to build trust as fast as possible, you need to establish rapport, right? So you want to kind of, you know, if they're from Houston, you know, and you're from Houston, like establish that and then uh, can context everything, right? So if, if they're 50 years old, right? If they're a 50 year old couple with some money, they're going to have different uh, concerns and pain points than the 22 year old uh, couple just starting out. So I would change my presentation for the same products and services for each person, right? And it, and so is that kind of, you know, in art, you're, you're doing something similar, right? Especially I would imagine if you're like Chase Jarvis level, you know what I'm saying? Where you're taking pictures for 50,000 for Nike, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I would imagine he's, he's doing the same thing. Hey Nike, who's your, who, you know, who's your audience? What's the demo? And then you study, and then you kind of learn what they like, and then you create it like that. Is that is that similar? Somewhat, somewhat. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said earlier, I'll start with, you know, kind of what their idea is, and sometimes I have clients, once you say it, like, you know, 50 years old, like, I got a client right now that's, like, 70, and she's getting into, you know, like, video and this, that, and the other, and her idea of what she wants is like, literally she wants to be speaking and have a PowerPoint, like, you know, sliding <laughs> in the background. And I'm like, you know, normally, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna give you like just what you want, but I feel like I'll be doing a disservice. <laughs> I'm like, listen, my generation, pay attention to dog years. Like we ain't watching no PowerPoint, I'm sorry. Like, I'm like, I don't even wanna, you know, just take your money around like that. But I'm like, hey man. Uh, and I got a knack for making more work for myself than I should. Like, sometimes, like, it will probably be 
in the short term, smarter for me to be like, oh, okay, that's what you want? And I can whip that up, no problem, you know what I'm saying? But I want you to have something that you're going to be happy with, like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be effective. And so I pretty much, and she don't want to budge off this PowerPoint idea. So pretty much what I'm doing is like, okay, we'll do it like that, but we're also going to create this one, you know what I'm saying? We'll do like a double blind. And I'm not getting paid for that double work, but man, I care. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like this is my business, this is my baby, and you know what I'm saying? I want you to have something that you're going to be proud of. And or when other people see it, they're like, oh, who did that? Who did that? Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? So I whipped up the PowerPoint about five, ten minutes. <laughs> but now I'm going back and doing the other part of it. You know what I'm saying? It's taking way more time, way more energy. But I know what you want to do. Like, in the past, yeah, a video of a PowerPoint with the voiceover, like, that would work. Now, that's not gone. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that, that's not gone. Not today. Not going to cut it. So mm -hmm. I'll still give you, you know, what you want. But um, a big driving part for me, like, you know what I'm saying, in business, like, art or whatever, is, like, over-deliver. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not getting paid extra for, you know. But had I just did it her way, then it'd probably be a one-off project. Yeah. You're going to do that one, but, well, it didn't get traction. Nobody watched it. Nobody. And I could be, oh, yeah, I told you so. Now pay me this. And so, you can, like, now, nah, yeah. yeah. especially not to somebody, you know, 70 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody grandma, grandma. She, yeah, yeah. She get <laughs> and, and the crazy part about it is, the beautiful part about it is she has all the knowledge in the world. Like, you know, as far as, like, you know, business, um, it's just how is she going to bridge it, like, you know, pass that on. To other people, because that's what our platform is, mm -hmm. you know, talking about, you know, business issues, how to, you know, manage this, manage that, like so many different aspects of business that's, you know what I'm saying, golden gems, but all right, she on the right track, like, yeah, you put it in the video, like, you want this younger generation to get it, mm -hmm. but now how that video looks, right? you know what I'm saying, that's where there's a little bit of a disconnect, but, you know, this, and then I just take that back to kind of reading people, you know, what they want, know what you want to get. You might not know exactly how to get there, but I'm always down for like, all right, we, we can try this or we can try this. And the other thing about like, I don't claim to know all the answers. Mm -hmm. You know, I hadn't been doing this for, you know, that long. I can always say, you know, in my opinion or I observe and I grew up with the internet, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But still, I don't know everything, but sometimes you just got to, you know, get that double blind until you, you know what I'm saying, get your formula down pat. Yeah. And even then, you know what I'm saying, probably still need to be working on the tweaking it and seeing what's what's working. Well, and 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 what I love the most, man, is so so many people are like down on the new economy, right? They're saying robots are going to take over jobs and all this kind of stuff. But I'm like, for every job the internet takes away, it opens up a new job for somebody else. Because here's what I believe, and I know you know it. Um, and I think that your skill set for the next 50 years is going to make a lot of people a lot of money because, you know, hopefully on one of them. <laughs> right. But, 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 but I think, I think you will, but I think, I think um, every business needs to think of themselves as a media company. If you want to sell to people in our generation, right? Because I don't answer my phone for cold calls. I don't answer email. I don't know. Um, I definitely don't answer my door. If I don't know you, I don't look at billboards. I don't watch commercials. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, so if you want to sell to me, um, you're going to have to figure out how to create content that is not advertisement, you know, 
the content that I'm interested in to get me interested in your services. Um, and, and, I, and I relay it to, you know, uh, uh, Ken Fisher, uh, who is like the largest wealth management company like in the U.S. Um, he is a contributor on like CNBC, Forbes, like uh, to do that before it cost a lot of money. I couldn't do it. But now I can create my own CNBC. I can create my own Forbes, mm -hmm. like on the internet, right? The only cost is my team, but distribution is free. Like distribution is free. It didn't cost me anything to put a video on YouTube. Mm -hmm. It didn't cost me anything to put a video on Facebook or Instagram or have a podcast or put, put my stuff on the blog. Now I have to have a team, right? But that's relatively, you know, easy. And, I, and, and, and you see it. I mean, I don't even think it's 1% of the businesses who are even doing it. And none of us are spending the money that we that we should spend. Like I, I really envision having a seven to ten team people that work for you know that contract for PW Media only to do stuff for Stonehill Wealth Management. Mm -hmm. You know, in addition to my investment team over here, right? And I think every business is gonna you know because I don't really need a sales team. I need an inbound call team. My sales team is my content team that's mm -hmm. creating you know what I'm saying content for bringing people that way. And I'm I think once businesses catch on, it's kind of like Barnes and Noble and, Bar and Borders didn't understand the internet and it killed their business. Once a lot of businesses go down to businesses like mine, they're going to be like, oh crap, like I need a creative director, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, to do all that. And I'm, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm kind of like, man, like JP going to make so much money over the next 50 years. Man, I'm sitting here, you know, just amazed by how you, you know what I'm saying, articulated that, like as you was, Even though we've spoke about it before, yeah, it's first time I like actually visualize like how important and crucial that is. You know what I'm saying? Moving forward. Yeah, and and, and I, I I was talking. I'm we doing an event. Uh, I'm gonna invite you to it. We're doing an event with uh, Chris Ross, the guy who does like my website and all that. And I I, I started running my own Facebook ads again, but he ran some Facebook ads. But he's like the technical uh, side of everything. We're doing an event March 28th, 29th. I'm going to get it out. But, um, uh, you know, we we were talking about um, uh, the building your own media concept. I just lost my train of thought. Uh, but but my but my, my point in all that was um, I was telling him the same thing, you know, in the conversation, just, you know, people people don't get it, right? And so I, same thing I said, I was like, bro, you're going to make a lot of money. JP's gonna make a lot of money. Like it's just unlimited money to make, you know what I'm saying? If you if you're building your own media company. So um I'm excited, man. But side side note, I didn't have I didn't have like multiple people try to like um the reason why I send you and him so many referrals because people keep trying to get me to, you know what I'm saying, do the market. Like, bro, I don't like PW Media is client strong <laughs> wealth management. That's it. You yeah. can <laughs> <laughs> talk to these guys, right? So uh, maybe we can do like a joint partnership or something. Maybe, because I definitely appreciate all the people you be sending my way. Hey, and man. a lot of people come with different products. Oh, yeah, Philip sent me. I'm like, all right, you got to take care of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, what, um, 
here's my other question because I'm just I'm curious and we talked about this like off you know off air one time you may not remember it but like so these paintings that go for 40 fifty thousand right um, I see them and I don't know I don't know I don't I don't know how to tell whether it's worth three thousand or forty thousand you know some of them that are cheaper look better than the ones to me that are forty thousand so like what's the difference I mean and honestly um, so part of it is you know the taste like you some people take pride in you know what I'm saying knowing the difference between a painting and a poster and some people like man I can get that same thing from Ross you know for you know it looks almost just as good or you know what I'm saying even better in your eyes and it's probably gonna be you know perfect because it's off a machine for you know a third of the price same way you have some people who you know what I'm saying will pay $200 for a bottle of wine and you know can you know, taste the difference, know the difference between body and flavor. And then some people get a three dollar bottle and like, this do the trick just fine. <laughs> but um, so that's part of it. The other part of it, especially with art, is a lot of times they're not investing in the art per se, but the artist and who that artist is, or you know what I'm saying, who they believe they're gonna become. Like uh I always felt like, you know, when I'm out there, you know, selling my art or telling people I'm an artist, like First, I have, you know, genuine, like, legit conversation with them, uh, you know, who I am, what I'm doing, you know, sometimes stuff of spirituality, I end up coming up, but I feel like the more they know about me as a person, the more interested they are in my artwork, mm. and so, and there's different ways to, you know, create that, you know, any artist listening, there's different ways to create that, you know what I'm saying, allure, you remember, um, you know, when The weekend first came out, nobody knew if it was one person, you know, two people, three people, like, this I team. still don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he did it just, you know, with a, you know, air mystery. Um, you know, Banksy, same way. Nobody even knows who he is, what he looks like, and, you know, that attracts you to him. Versus, you know, on the other side, you got, you know, a Basquiat. You know, he's dead now, but, you know, his paintings sell 173 million, you know what I'm saying? 50 million, and you look at it, and a lot of people are like, man, this chicken scratch. I can draw that. I can, you know what I'm saying? I can do that. And, or, you know, like a Pollock or something, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's all abstract. A lot of it is, especially when you start talking big numbers, it's the person mm. that, you know what I'm saying? Their attitude, their persona, you know what I'm saying? What they represent. Like, that's what you're paying for. Mm. Once you start getting, you know, up in the, you know, the higher dollar signs and having their pride be like, oh, yeah, that's a, you know, Alec Monopoly piece up on my, you know what I'm saying, up mm -hmm. on my wall, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a, you know, a Shepherd Farley. You're like, oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? And then as they do more stuff, the value of it goes up more. Like, uh, you know, the, I don't know if you ever saw, like, the Obey signs or whatever. Obey? Yeah. Mm -mm. Or you may have seen, like, the the attire in, you know, certain stores or whatever. But anyway, it got named uh, Shepherd Farley. He was already kind of like a big, you know, underground artist. A lot of people starting to pay attention to him. But then you remember that one of the first Obama posters? Yeah. That was, you know what I'm saying, kind of monocolor, but it was like, but that was like in his style. So he the one that made that Obama poster. Oh, for real? And then after that, it's like, oh, oh, oh now you, now, now that's the clap. Price just went up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing with artwork, like, as the artist gains more clout or, you know what I'm saying, do stuff, more notoriety, 
you know, whether it's, you know, extreme or, you know, however, price just went up. Huh. Huh. So you, you're really paying for the, the artist, the person versus the artwork, because it's a lot of people on Instagram that can draw a painting that looks more realistic than the photo. You know what I'm saying? Or paint something and can't sell that artwork for nothing. Then you got some people that just slang and paint and you know what I'm saying, getting big money. It's <laughs> <laughs> the bravado with it. So Yeah, yeah. And now I get it. So we do like we do the last five questions I ask everybody. So first question is if you can go back and talk to a twenty two year old JP, what what would you tell him? Stick to it. <laughs> Quit switching <laughs> lanes so much. Um, man, I wish, I mean, and it's easy for me to say like, man, I wish I had a camera back then and I would have just, you know, shot, 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 but man, I don't had a, I don't had a rich life, you know what I'm saying? A lot of life experiences. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if I'd necessarily do it, you know, different, but man, I don't find myself in some, some, some tight situations and you know what I'm saying? There was nothing but the grace of God and I ended up getting through it. So, you know, maybe I needed that, you know, for my faith to, for what to be now. Yeah. But man, if we just talking in terms of, you know, financial stability, had I did anything, just stuck to it, like not, you know, switch lanes so much, I could have been rich by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we, we gotta get those lessons, right? Yeah. So, so, so um, second question is, um, where, what companies do you like to do business with, right? Top top three companies you like to do business with. Um, Stonehill Wealth Management, you know what I'm saying? Because we always come up with some pretty cool stuff. And, you know, you were there from Jump Street. Like, when I first started, you know what I'm saying, doing, um, doing video, like, first time I shot a podcast, you know, it was right here with you. So I think that's, you know, first um foremost um and, and you know I, I do appreciate that shout out i think i asked my question wrong man let me uh but i do appreciate that shout out what what i what i mean is um the reverse so what companies do you like to spend money with oh okay yeah. okay yeah um man all my money goes towards equipment and software okay so, 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 what, what so adobe um First and foremost, like I say I, I spend so much money with Adobe every year, <laughs> every month. Mm -hmm. But man, it's constantly being updated, and uh, like they reach out like a lot just on the you know a personal level. Are you happy with this? Are you happy with this? Man, we just sent the update on this. Like for them to be such a huge company, mm -hmm. we like really keep tabs on, you know, the people who's using their product and you know getting feedback. That's you know, pretty much unheard of for, you know, a company, mm -hmm. you know, that big. Um, who was I spend a lot of money with? Man, I keep it, I keep, you know, pretty much in-house for the most part. Okay. okay. I mean, unless I'm just, you know, buying equipment. What about, what about like computers, laptops? Is it, or do you kind of just go with whoever got the best price? Pretty much. I mean, I used to be, you know, big on, you know, Apple products, especially seeing like what you're supposed to do mm -hmm. in a creative field. But 
for a laptop to do what I needed, you know, what I needed to do, I ended up going with like a, a HP, like a gaming, you know, notebook, because it was just too expensive to have a, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. an Apple to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, man, let's switch back over to Windows, because I mean, even, you know, four grand for a computer, you know, uh, a Windows, like, you know, for Apple, we talking, you know, five, six, and then still got to do some custom upgrades, you know, 32 gigabytes of RAM, and, you know, all this other stuff. Mm. It was just, you know, way too, way too expensive to try to do with a Mac, what I could do with a, you know, a, a Windows computer, just, you know, the Mac probably been a little bit more sexy, mm. you know, you're pulling it out, but <laughs> in terms of functionality and what I need, nah, that, you know, that, Okay. HP Z book, get it popping. And then what about cameras? Cameras, all oh, Sony, all the way. Okay. All the way. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, at least at this point right now, you know, I hit another price point. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> if Ray want to throw me some, <laughs> throw me some equipment, I'm all for it. But no, for what I do right now, um, you know, I do, I use the Sony mirrorless system. But as I get more into like, uh, you know, filmmaking, I feel like, you know, I'm making a transition because all of this stuff to me is like, you know, storytelling, mm. digital storytelling. And then I, you know, was thinking the other day and, you know, prayed on it. Like, I just need to go ahead and start really storytelling. And so, you know, that'll bring, you know, other equipment and stuff that I need, you know, more uh, production cameras, you know, cinema cameras. Mm -hmm. And so that uh, I'm in the market looking around now, but Man, this stuff is, it ain't cheap. It ain't it's cheap. way too expensive to be a hobby, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm gonna give me a, you know, a production camera, a red or, you know, a black magic or something, and, you know, just start shooting, just start. But I'm like, that's twenty, twenty five thousand dollars investment. Yeah. That's, that's serious. That's serious. Like, I, the price just went up. <laughs> 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 so I'm gonna get one. Like, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. as soon as I get that, like, uh, you know, I'm back out there on the grind. Like, I got to find some clients who are willing to pay for what this can do. Mm -hmm. And that's the challenge that, I, you know, I'm willing, I'm looking forward to accepting. No, cool, cool. What about, um, uh, where do you get your, like, news information? And I mean, like, it's a TV, newspaper, internet. Um, yeah, I'm a habitual scroller. You know what I'm saying? I don't watch TV or anything, but while I'm sitting there editing every once in a while, like, you know, my eyes need a break. And then I'm like, all right, let me, uh, I wonder what this does. I wonder what this does. And, um, whenever I, I watch, you know, TVs or movies different now. So if I look and see like, you know, some cool shot that they did or some crazy effect, now I find myself on the internet, like how they do that. They do that. Oh, okay, okay. I see what you did there. And so, yeah, a lot of times I get my news and you know new skills just by going down a rabbit hole. I start asking Google one thing and I <laughs> click on something else and click on something else and be like, "Ooh, this coming out." Or, "Ooh, did you?" Okay, and you know, just kind of yeah, yeah, familiarize myself with the world. But I mean, as far as you know, politics and all this stuff going on right now, I can't. Yeah, I can't, man. It's a circus. Yeah, it's, and I went crazy watching. You trying to pay attention to it? You're right, man. I, I I try to give myself one day a week to catch up on my on my habit on my fix. See, and my pops is like the 
politics guru. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, so good at putting stuff in, you know, layman's terms or, you know, breaking it down. Um, and he's pretty subjective for the most part, you know, as you can. So about, about as subjective as you can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, I converse with him. He'll catch me up on what's going on with this and this. And a lot of times by the end of it, I'm like, that's exhausting. Like, quit watching that stuff. <laughs> like, turn that TV out, man. But, you know, at least, you know, once every couple of days. Mm-hmm. You know, I, so I'm, at least I'm not completely in the dark. Right, right, right. But I'm not going to go home and turn on, you know, CNN and just watch it. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I might see, you know, a little flash come up on my phone. So-and-so did this getting, you know three days in jail for <laughs> defrauding a thousand people. You know what I'm like, like who did who does that? <laughs> what kind of deal he don't work yeah, out. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? It all just ends up making you sick to your stomach in the end. Like, man, it's disgusting. More 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 you grow up, the more you realize that this 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 is not a this is not a of a free system as we as we think. Right. It's a setup. <laughs> it's a setup. Jesse Smollett had to get more time than old was it Manafort. That's crazy, right? Just crazy. He was wrong, but he Just, legit about to go to jail for longer than old boy. That, that don't make no sense. Nah. Chicago PD. Mm-hmm. Mess with the wrong one, big mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh entertainment right so like what are some whenever you're turning your mind off what are some specific like shows you like to watch or movies um really i've been working my way so since i uh told you i'm getting more into uh you know filmmaking uh digital storytelling i go back and watch like you know some of the old films you know what i'm saying some eight millimeter like uh better fellini uh old Spike Lee joints, uh, you know, just some of the classics, you know, Citizen Kane, Godfather, and just looking at, and some of them are like hard to watch at first because we used to a certain production mm-hmm. value. And then you look and be like, man, why is this rated as like one of the best movies ever? Or like, you know, Taxi Driver, like Martin Scorsese made this so long ago. Like why? What, what's so appealing about it? And then you watch it like, know look at some of the you know cinematography and realize like uh ain't nothing ain't nothing new under the sun Hmm. and so i go back and watch like a lot of these old movies once you know maybe twice or you know i'll look at you know why did it get so much acclaim and then so that for me i feel like even though i'm stopping and relaxing you know turning my brain off a little bit but I'm doing my homework, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? After mm-hmm. I dropped my first, you know, short film, people will look at it kind of like when I first started doing art or first started doing, you know, videography and they'll just think, oh, you know, you just gifted or, you know, it, oh, it's just out the blue or, oh, you got lucky. It's like, nah, man, I, I'm, I've been studying. I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm looking, I'm learning, like I'm putting this 10,000 hours is creeping in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, I'm not scared to try, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, take that shot. So, uh, yeah, man, and uh, in my free time these days, or even like when I'm sitting there editing photos or video, I just be studying their moves. Mm-hmm. Same way, you know, people watch, a lot of kids watching LeBron, 
you know, learning his, you know, spin, step back or, you know what I'm saying, studying Curry, watching his crossover or go back and look at Jordan, you know what I'm saying, with, mm-hmm. with his push off, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> saying, well, I'm looking at all these directors and old films like, okay, okay. Did nobody do that over-the-shoulder shot like you did, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did nobody score so-and-so like you did or, you know what I'm saying, nobody could story tell like you can and just blend it all together and huh. it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. Okay. So by, the end, by this time next year, yeah, I'm going to have us a full feature short film out there, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Calling my shot like the babe. <laughs> <laughs> And last question: What's the top three books you've read recently or of all time? Um, I say my top top book uh, that I always go back to is uh, *A Course in Miracles*. Um, part, you know, I would say is you know kind of part religious text, but you know part you know business text, and really, you know, just good for you know inner peace. Um, so I always, you know, go back to that one. Um, I'll say number two is almost anything by Robert Greene. Like Robert Greene is such mm-hmm. a beast. That's the one that wrote that 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that's most popular by Robert Greene. But and honestly, it's probably one of my least favorite books. Hmm. By, I mean, really just because it's you know, so maniacal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you read it, almost give you like a dirty feeling, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Versus, you know what I'm saying? He got some other ones like, uh, you know, Art of Seduction that just talks about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like human nature, like what made people tick. Uh, you know, Marilyn Monroe was able to seduce the whole nation by doing X, Y, Z. And you know what I'm saying? It just talks. And uh, I think I like his stuff a lot because not only do you get um, first hand accounts of you know human nature is also like a kind of like a history lesson at the same time so i think you know that's pretty cool um so you know anything about robert green and then number three which you almost kind of want to put them in a group as well but you know napoleon hill and not only the works that he inspired after the stuff that he drew inspiration from you know he wasn't the first person you know to put it together a book like you know think and grow rich mm-hmm. but i think i probably started you know at think and grow rich like man this is you know good stuff like you know what i'm saying this is dope all right well what was the predecessor to this like where is he getting these ideas and i think that's what kind of led me to you know a course of miracles like after you know uh you know, going down the rabbit hole mm. but then you know going and like some of the stuff that came after that, you know what I'm saying? Richest Man in Babylon. Um, stuff, because I feel like, you know, thinking grow rich, like that's a blend between not only, you know, business, hardcore business, um, you know, models, but also the spirituality aspect mm-hmm. of it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And being aware of, you know what I'm saying, what this mind is capable of. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I just say, you know, stuff, you know, in that realm, mm-hmm. I say from any of those, you got people who came, you know, after like people that they've inspired, and you know, I kind of want to hear they yeah. take on it as well. Have you have you read any of uh, Robert Greene's protege? His name is uh, Ryan. Uh, man, he wrote he wrote a book called. Uh, man, he wrote. I read a bunch of his books. 
I'm gonna tell you the name of it real quick because I got a bunch of his books in my Audible account. Really? And your project, Robert Green? Mm-hmm. Man, I'm definitely about to check him out. His name is uh, Ryan. Um, hold on. Look through here, Ryan. 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 I I figured you would you 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 would like his stuff. So he wrote, yeah, Ryan Holiday. So he wrote um. Uh, he wrote a bunch of good books. He, he he wrote this. Trust me, I'm lying. Confessions of a, a media manipulator. Like this is dope. Like when you, you, when you look at this, and then you look at everything that like Trump is doing, or even yeah. Jesse Smollett and stuff. Yeah. You'd be like, you'd be like, yeah, Jesse did. Like this is textbook out of his yeah, book. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like uh, this one also is good conspiracy. He talked about how Peter Thiel took down Gawker magazine after they like outed him for being gay. Yeah. Um, the book that everybody knows him about is one that like the um, Seahawks read before they won a championship. It was uh, Ego is the Enemy. Or I haven't read that one, but it's the one that everybody yeah, knows. Yeah. I like these books better, man, because he- I'm gonna have to go check it out. He like the new age Robert Green. Bro, when, whenever you, uh, as soon as I read that title, uh, Trust Me Online, Confessions of a, a Media Manipulator, I immediately thought about that uh, Roger Stone. Have you seen that documentary that give me Roger Stone? It was worth watching because he, a media manipulator, and he take pride in it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, of course I was lying. Or yeah, of course, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no shame about it whatsoever. And even like, you know, all the foul stuff that they was doing, and of course this is before he got arrested when they made the documentary. Mm -hmm. But talked about all the grimy stuff they was doing and was proud of it. Yeah. Proud of it, like sheesh. yeah. When, when, when you look at this, you, you, you know, it, like yeah, you seen it. Talks about the, the the war that's waged between people and corporations and their media, and just like it's the secret war. Yeah, you know, and he was like, I he said, I was one of the best, you know, early on, but then he kind of got yeah. a conscience. Yeah, uh, you know, but he's still a cold brother, man. He's still a he's still a, and he's on he he like our age, man. He he's like he's like a vet, but he's still a hell of a marketer, man. Yeah, he, you know, he don't have the Gary V presence on social media, but he's like more like a solid ninja. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. you want to sell something, he knows the way to yeah make gotcha, it happen. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna have to check. The, and it's only what six and a half hours. Yeah, That's a session. It. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna uh, that in a day or uh, two. For real, for real. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. We we definitely will have to do it again, man. I'm sure we're gonna shoot some more stuff. Uh, here soon, man. I, I started investing a bunch of money in Facebook ads, and so that killed my video production budget. But uh, I'm uh, that money's gonna pay off, and I'm gonna get it back up. Cause I gotta, I gotta start doing my my, my visuals. You see, you see, I got my. Uh, I see, I see, man. Yeah. So yeah, I get a hold of this red camera. We're gonna have to be making you know, <laughs> full the, production, the, and I'm gonna get it. Like, ain't no doubt about it. Hey, we we, we can do a documentary uh, and send it submitted to Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, sir.